Tragically, the worst violence in years has broken out in Israel between the Palestinians and the Jews, with Jerusalem being a focus point in the conflict. In today's episode, we look at this recent conflict in the light of Bible prophecy. Welcome to another Bible in the News. The name Yerushalayim, as it is in the Hebrew for Jerusalem, indicates the hope that one day this ancient city will indeed be the city of peace. In Psalm 122, believers are encouraged to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. The psalm looks forward to a time when God's temple is built in the city and it becomes a focal point for worship. In the prophecy of Isaiah in chapter 2, we read also of a prophecy of that future time. We read there of God's house being established and people flowing up to it to hear of God's law. We read of the nations beating their weapons of war into agricultural tools and not learning of war anymore. These are all descriptions of the time when God's kingdom will be restored again to Israel, Acts 1 verse 6. The time when he whose right it is will sit on the throne of David, as we read of in Ezekiel 21 verse 27. This is the time when the long-awaited Messiah returns to the earth to save God's people of Israel and reign in peace and righteousness over the whole earth. The time when we read in Psalm 72 verse 19, when the whole earth will be filled with God's glory. This is the time when Israel becomes the first dominion and the kingdom shall come to the daughter of Jerusalem, as we read of in Micah 4 and verse 8. This is the glorious and wonderful picture painted in the Bible of the destiny of Jerusalem, of the land of Israel and of the people of Israel, the Jews. But looking up from the pages of scripture, we see a very different picture in the reality of the world that we live in today. A picture, nonetheless, which we as Bible believers expect to be witnessing in the time that leads up to the wonderful peace which has been prophesied. We say that because it is clear in the Bible that before the peaceful time of God's kingdom, before Messiah appears, there is a time of great trouble such as never was, as it says in Daniel 12 verse 1. This time of trouble happens before the people of Israel shall be delivered, as we read in the same verse. In Zechariah, we read that God will, quote, make Jerusalem a cup of trembling unto all the people round about. In Zechariah 12 and verse 2, and in Zechariah 14, we read that God will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle. And the city shall be taken and the houses rifled and the women ravished and half of the city shall go forth into captivity and the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Zechariah 14, 2. And that this happens before the prophecy goes on to state that, quote, and Yahweh, the Lord, shall be king over all the earth later in Zechariah 14 and verse 9. In the prophecy of Ezekiel 38, which is a latter-day prophecy, see verse 8 and 16, 
We read of a great army coming against the mountains of Israel in verse 8. And this army comes against the Jews who have been regathered to their land. And the fact that the Jewish state exists is testament that this prophecy is unfolding before our eyes for the Jews have been back in their land since 1948. The area of the mountains of Israel is the area of Judea and Samaria, today known as the so-called Occupied West Bank. And this army is said to consist of a number of nations which, when reviewed and traced from their ancient names, lead us to believe that this prophecy is speaking of a global alliance between Russia, Iran, Europe, the Turkic nations and some North African nations. The leader of this alliance is called Gog in the prophecy, who is a prince of the Rus or the Russians. The prophecy speaks of these nations coming against the people of Israel when they are at a time of peace. And during the invasion, God acts to save Israel. The end of the prophecy tells us that God will then be known in the eyes of many nations for the salvation that he brings to the people of Israel after the armies of the nations are destroyed. So you see, the Bible teaches us that before the peace of the kingdom, we should expect growing anger, antagonism and violence against God's people, the Jews. And this will eventually, although temporary peace might be had, bring about the great war mentioned in these prophecies. When Jerusalem is made a burdensome stone for all people, as the prophets tell us. Now, isn't it remarkable that these prophecies are thousands of years old and yet they paint a picture of international anger against Jerusalem and against the area of the West Bank? Is it just coincidence that when we look up from these ancient prophecies, which predate Islam, predate the Holocaust and the United Nations, we see a situation exactly as the prophecy outlines? Of course, it is not coincidence. The prophecies are testament to a God who declares the end from the beginning and from ancient times, the things that are not yet done. Isaiah 46 and verse 10. Now on May the 10th of this year, 2021, Israel celebrated, as it always does, Yom Yerushalayim or Jerusalem Day. This day is a national holiday, make, marking Israeli control over the old city of Jerusalem, which was achieved in the miraculous events of 1967 in the Six-Day War. This event of Yom Yerushalayim happens every year, and many Jews gather at the Western Wall in Jerusalem to celebrate and mark the occasion. Of course, above the Western Wall is the area known as the Temple Mount, where once the Jewish temple built by King Solomon stood. But now the Alaska Mosque and the Dome of the Rock stand above the Western Wall. And during this time of Yom Yerushalayim, the Muslim holy month of Ramadan was also in progress. Now, leading up to Jerusalem Day this year, there were various violent attacks by Arabs on Jews. Unprovoked attacks, it seems, were happening randomly on Jews in Jerusalem streets and in places all over Israel. In fact, a mass riot occurred on the Temple Mount 
and Israeli police had to step in to keep the peace and disperse the angry crowds. Over 200 people were injured in that incident early in May. The BBC reported that Israeli police fired rubber bullets and stun grenades as Palestinians threw stones and bottles. On May the 8th, the Times of Israel ran an article entitled, quote, Palestinians stocked rocks for Temple Mount riots. Police caught unawares, end quote. The report stated, quote, authorities said to have had no knowledge of caches of slabs, stones and fireworks at Alaska compound used by rioters during Friday's mass unrest, end quote. On the 9th of May, the Times of Israel ran another article entitled, quote, Police on high alert after Palestinian riots in Jerusalem, Gaza rocket fire, end quote. The, the report went on to state, quote, According to Channel 12, current discourse in the Palestinian street is of a war for Jerusalem and the Alaska mosque. The network also said Hamas is encouraging its West Bank operatives to carry out attacks there and inflame tensions. Hamas is the elected terrorist organisation which controls the Gaza Strip. As is reported here, it incited and encouraged the violence. This incitement was also instigated by the Palestinian Authority who govern large areas of the West Bank, Judea and Samaria. This is the reason for the recent flare-up, it seems. Reporter Melanie Phillips had this to say about the recent conflict. Quote, These organisations are currently fighting each other for political supremacy, with the Palestinian Authority leader, Mahmoud Abbas, having cancelled planned elections for fear that his Fatah organisation was about to lose. This rivalry provides at least part of the context for the violence and incitement against Israel. As Palestinian Media Watch reports... In the run-up to Ramadan, Palestinian Authority TV broadcast a video inciting terror 20 times between April 2nd and 10th, declaring, quote, We will defend Palestine with our bodies. Our bullets will make sounds of joy to herald signs of victory in order to cut off the invading occupiers who came from across the sea and settled in our lands. My brother, throw my blood on the enemy like bullets, end quote. Since then, Abbas and his Fatah outfit have been heavily ramping up the incitement against Israeli Jews with fabricated allegations of Israeli designs to take over the Temple Mount, rooted in fanatical Islamic paranoia. Note, Israel is the only country in the Middle East to guarantee freedom of religious worship to all faiths. The people who are forbidden by Israeli law to pray on Temple Mount out of fear of Muslim violence are not the Muslims, but the Jews, for whom the site of the ancient temple is their holiest place. But said Abbas, We salute our people in Jerusalem for their resolve against the Israeli plans to take control of the holy city. Official PA TV broadcast the call by a Fatah official who urged young people to join the Jerusalem riots and to defend the holy sites. End quote. This incitement was successful. In the following days, hundreds of rockets were fired indiscriminately from the Gaza Strip toward Jerusalem, Tel Aviv and Beersheba. Sirens sounded out warning civilians. 
Also, violence erupted across the land of Israel with Arab riots and terror on the streets. In response, the Israel Defence Forces, the IDF, set up what they called Operation Guardian of the Walls. In response to the attacks on their population, Israel deployed ground forces, artillery and armoured troops along the border with Gaza, and they fired at hundreds of uh, targets in the Gaza Strip. The Air Force also neutralised a number of targets, including destroying senior Hamas leaders in Gaza. In the north, rockets were fired from the Iranian-backed Hezbollah group, which uh, also led to targets in Lebanon being neutralised by Israel. Along the way, civilian casualties were inflicted on both sides, mainly because Hamas hides its military capabilities within civilian buildings, endangering their own people, and because they fire on Jewish civilian areas. The international community and the media were largely in condemnation of Israel. There were calls from most national leaders on Israel to show restraint. Typically, Israel was painted as the aggressor in this conflict. Across many European cities, Palestinian demonstrations were witnessed, with protesters chanting, Free Palestine! and other anti-Jewish slogans. Also, anti-Semitic attacks rose across the world. What was most interesting was the stance of Russia. Some astounding headlines were seen which were remarkable in the light of Bible prophecies about Russia being the lead in the nations which will come against Israel. Here are some of the headlines. Israel must be taught a lesson, Erdogan tells Putin. That's Al Jazeera, the 12th of May. Vladimir Putin calls escalating Israel conflict a direct threat to Russia's security. Newsweek, Friday, May 14th. Putin says Israel-Palestine escalation poses threat to Russia's security. That was Friday, May 14th by AA. Putin told Netanyahu Russia could have military clashes with Israel before Palestine row. Express, May 19th. Death toll continues to rise. Putin warns Israel. Netanyahu says Russia is close to attack. That was um, May 20th, Thursday, by VOI. And then on Friday, May 21st, Russia warns Israel it won't tolerate more civilian casualties in Gaza, Gaza conflict. So after 11 days of conflict, on Friday, 21st of May, a ceasefire was announced and came into effect. According to the BBC, above 250 people have been killed in the conflict so far. In an article entitled Israel-Palestinian Ceasefire Comes Into Effect, the following was reported by the BBC, quote, A member of Hamas's political bureau, Izzat al-Rashik, issued a warning to Israel. Quote, It's true that the battle ends today, but Netanyahu and the whole world should know that our finger is on the trigger and we will continue to ramp up the capabilities of this resistance, he told Reuters, end quote. So there is currently a ceasefire, a calm after 11 days of terrible violence. 
So we watch from the sidelines to see what happens next. Will this recent flashpoint be a spark in a sequence of events that might eventually turn into the great international invasion of Israel in the latter days, led by a Russian peacekeeping force? We are certainly seeing remarkable signs of Bible prophecy in the news. Even just a few years ago, who could have imagined seeing Russia seriously threaten to go to war with Israel? In the meantime, we put our confidence in God. We are encouraged that he has revealed his purpose in his holy word, the Bible. And we pray for the soon return of Jesus Christ to establish that period of peace and the kingdom of God on the earth. This has been Matt Davies joining you for another Bible in the News. Let us end this week's considerations with Psalm 122. A song of degrees of David. I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord, Yahweh. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is builded as a city that is compact together. Whither the tribes go up, the tribes of Yahweh, unto the testimony of Israel, to give thanks unto the name of Yahweh. For there are set thrones of judgment, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee. Peace be within thy walls and prosperity within thy palaces. For my brethren and companions' sake, I will now say, Peace be within thee, because of the house of Yahweh our God. I will seek thy good.